y'all, it's me, Crystal Feliciano, and this is All The Chatter Podcast, honey. The place where we bring you all the chatter that matters. Yes, yes, yes. We are back. We are back. Sorry we kept you waiting for so long. Listen, I want to jump right into this thing. There was a, a story that came out about four weeks ago, and it was about the YouTuber, the the uh, women's uh, love coach, Derek Jackson, right? And, and so Derek is best known for giving us women tips and tricks on what we should deal with, what we should accept, how a man should treat us, what is good and proper and what is not. Well, well, for those of you that don't know and for those of you that do, Derek actually came out and while sitting next to his wife, he admitted to doing just about everything that he told us women we should never settle for. So he's sitting there on the sofa with his wife. They're holding hands. Um, she's nodding her head in agreement as he's going through and telling, uh, you know, how he's had these sordid affairs, how he's done these things. And, um, you know, yeah, so I'm just going to let you listen. Let's just listen for a few. But the truth is, and I'm saying it here now, is that Derek Jackson was involved with other women outside the marriage. And by involved, I want to be clear, I'm not talking about just casually kicking it, maybe a lunch or something like that. I'm talking about as serious as sex um, to sexual flirtation and, and meeting up and that kind of thing. And some things that otherwise may be considered okay by some in terms of like just chatting or, or checking on people or being checked on by people that I've had a previous encounter with. Um, but without my wife's knowledge of it and with us having a sexual history, all of it falls under the umbrella of inappropriate, cheating, affair, stepping out, um, def definitely not in alignment with the vows that I took. Um, and definitely not in alignment with the biblical standard of what it means to be faithful, which is the standard that I'm going by now. So he says, you know, I, I did all of these things. Um, I'm with my lovely wife today. We've talked about it before. This isn't in alignment with the vows that I took. And um, it's not in alignment with the biblical standards that I'm going by now. Again, his wife sat there. She was nodding in full agreement. You know, um, she didn't have too much to say at that time. He goes through his whole sordid ordeal. Um, and that was pretty much that. Now, my question is, my question is, um, from my understanding, this all came out because two of the women decided to come forward. Right. The women decided to come forward. And so he's like, yeah, I'm saying it now. You know, I'm here today. Would he have said it if the women had not come forward? Um, would he have said it? Uh, would it have mattered as far as the biblical values and all of that and the vows that he took if he had not been exposed by the women? Right. I, I don't know, because my thing is. You know, the truth is the truth, right? And I've always been the type of person, if you want to say something, um, just say it, right? Just say what you want to say, even if it hurts, right? Just come out and just say it. You done already done it, right? So now he leaves it open for, for these women to come forward. I mean, and he's talking about, well, you know, I was flirting. And then he even goes on to say, you know, I gave her a roll call list of the different people I was talking to and dealing with a roll call list a list and I'm just going to sit there and nod my head in agreement. Now, am I knocking the wife for loving her husband? No, I'm not knocking the sister for loving her husband because you know what? She took her vows and she took them seriously. Right. And so she hung in there as best she could. Now, 
back in August of 2020, I believe, she had actually um, filed for divorce from him, wanting sole custody of the kids because she was like, look, the marriage is just not working. And then for some miraculous reason, right, she decided that she was going to take that back and they were just going to go ahead and try again. And now these women come forward and now he wants to reveal this. And now um, the truth is out, right? And, and so he has messed up and now he is back walking right. So do I believe that, again, people can mess up and change their lives and do right? I absolutely do believe that people can do just that. Do I believe that he was messed up and jacked up for, you know, being a hypocrite, basically, with everything he was saying? Absolutely. Now, People were upset because the wife was sitting there nodding her head in agreement and the way she was dressed, right? She had a bonnet on her head and she was sitting there nodding her head with a black, uh, looked like a sweatshirt on and everything and everything. She was just chilling out, right? Some people said, right, because here we go with they. Who is they? Well, I don't even know, but they said that, um, you know, how you going to come on in and sit with him? dressed like that and then you look at the pictures of some of the women who he messed with and they were just straight dimes stellar beautiful women right they were trash for messing with him knowing that he was married but <laughs> they were beautiful nonetheless so so people question well how are you gonna sit there and do that i'm gonna say maybe she was just traumatized and messed up slightly that this was even happening right we don't know if he caught her off guard and just had her on there come on we gotta go in there and do this we gotta do damage control and so she was being obedient to her husband and she sat down and went through that. Now, we don't know if she kicked his behind when the camera was turned off. We just know that she came forward on there and she said, you know, she let him go ahead and speak what he had to say. And then she came on and she gave her own um, conversation with everybody after that, right? We never know what's going on in people's households. We never, never know. And maybe she's one of those women who was just taught, you know what, you know, you don't express what you really got going on publicly. I'm going to just talk to him and deal with him behind closed doors. Wait, I don't know. She might have ripped that bonnet off and wore his tail out. Okay? Okay? Now, if he pulling in money like that, she may have told him, guess what? All that running, fun, and sunning you doing? Okay. The goodies is cut off. All you could do is take care of me and these kids. That's exactly what you're going to do. We don't know what is happening. But here's the question I have for those that wanted to know about the bonnet and all this other kind of stuff like that. Who are her sister girlfriends? Where is the support group? Where are y'all at, right? Because my whole thing is, I don't know about you, but if I took that to my friends, my aces, right? And there's only a couple of them out there. But if I took it to them and said, girl, this is what he did. And he wants me to go on YouTube and we're going to talk about it. And he's going to admit it. By the time they got done cussing me out for even considering doing it and then sitting there with the bonnet on and all of this and I don't even care we're gonna do this right I may have thought two or three times about it I may have thought two and three times about it but then I thought about it this way maybe she don't really have a lot of friends maybe she doesn't really have that support group of sister girls that would rally around and be like look girl this what you need to do and then sometimes we can have those friends and they may have ideas, but are they really in our best interest in line that with what we may believe in or what we choose um, is best for us, right? 
So I don't know how I feel about it. Do I think that he is jacked up? Yeah, I do think that he is jacked up. Um, do I think that the messages that he would give were good, solid messages to the women? Yeah, maybe the messages were great because he was such an ass that, you know what, he knows exactly what not to fall for because he's the biggest perpetrator of it. So he's the best spokesperson about it. Look, we all know people who out there cutting up. They give the best advice because they live the life, right? And sometimes I guess people get caught up in situations and things that it just becomes so much of who they are that even when they want to walk away from it and escape it, they can't because they, they, they just got into it so deep, right? Makes you wonder in having such a beautiful wife as he called her and having his family that was wonderful, right? His children. What really was wrong with him and what was he lacking? Because I'm going to tell you. It was nothing wrong with the wife that caused him to go out and do that. It's something wrong with him. It was something that he was not satisfied with within himself. Even though he put on this great persona, even though he could get up there and give the best advice in the world, he as a man was lacking in something that he had to find comfort in going out and doing all that stuff with so many women, right? To justify who he was. That was an issue with him, not with her. Maybe she knew that too. And maybe she had been praying for him like she said. Maybe, maybe she trusts that, you know what, through this uh, being exposed, I can't even say the word right, but through this being exposed like this, maybe he'll finally get it together. Maybe he won't. Let me see if I can catch her response, a little bit of what she said. Here we go. She has a question. What would God say about your body language Uh in this hour? Mm. How would God judge your body language in this hour? Furthermore, how prepared are you to stand on the spoken word of God and to proclaim victory over sin? When the enemy comes in like a flood, will you drown or will you walk on water? We live in a wicked generation that does not know God, does not see God, does not hear God's word, and does not know how to activate the word of God. Therefore, you are lost. And with that, he has sent me to speak and to come forth and to speak boldly to proclaim victory over sin. And to let you know that he heals, he changes, he resurrects from the dead. It doesn't matter what mountain or what giant stands before you, but he has the power. For it is not by might nor by power, but by the spirit of God. And the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. So how prepared are you to stand up in battle? And to proclaim victory. This is a spiritual warfare. And if you are not prepared and you do not know what to do, you will drown and you will be a casualty in this war. 
Well, there you have it. And so the the child that you heard uh, running and yelling, that was in the video. That was one of her kids um, that was 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 moving through the house. But so basically, again, so now it goes back to what I said, right? She believes and stands on the word. And so she said that she would speak victory, right? That God was going to handle the situation and that it was spiritual warfare that they were dealing with. So for those that that, um, that believe and know the word of God, right? Then she was speaking to the hearts of men and women that would understand and could touch and agree that she understood that this battle wasn't hers, that it was God's battle to fight and God is able to touch and heal and bring back and deliver and set free. And so for her, she could sit there and she could let him, the husband, tell his truth about it. And she could sit there boldly in her spot because being reverent to God made her all right. Now, let's look at it from this way. If that had been me, <laughs> right, if that had been me. And, you know, my husband comes and he wants to talk to me and he says, you know, we're going to go on, um, we're going to go on YouTube and we're going to cut a video, you know, cause I got some things I want to say. Okay, baby, we're going to go on there to cut the video and he going to get on there and tell me that he had done all of that stuff. Listen, y'all, I love the Lord, <laughs> right? I know him for myself, but he'd, uh, he may have gone closer to meeting him for himself had he have gotten me on there telling me that mess and wanting to tell it to the world in that way now that's just who I am and that's just where I'm at I still have some growing to do right in that area you're not gonna get on a national platform and embarrass me you done already done that enough but I gotta say for her right bonnet and all that other stuff aside I have to say for her that I find it interesting. I find it admirable and commendable that she even sat through that, that she tolerated that, right? And that she was willing to, to, to go through what she did um, for him, I guess, to, to set himself free. I don't know. Because I'd have been in there tearing him up. I'd have been in there tearing him up. Tearing him up. Yes, tearing him up. Ah. So here's the thing. Yeah, people make mistakes. And I guess if we look in our own backyards, right, and we were really honest with ourselves and we were really um, forthright and truthful, we've all made mistakes. Some have been exposed, maybe. A great many have not. And for that, I guess we should be thankful, right? Because maybe if they were exposed and they were put out there to that extent, some may not still be walking around here today. You might not have woke up afterwards. Uh -uh, you might not have made it. You might not have made it. How the song go? Never would have made it. Yeah, you wouldn't have made it, okay? Let's be clear. You wouldn't have made it. And so for that, the lesson in it is no man or woman is perfect, right? And we can't put such high expectations on people that we think that they are above mistakes because no one is perfect. We just have to decide that when the imperfection shows itself, how do we choose to deal with it? Do we accept it? Do we forgive it?
Do we deal with it and stay? Do we forgive it and move on? Everyone has their own way of dealing with things. That's what makes us all unique individuals. That's what makes us who we are. And so I ask you, who are you? What do you stand for? What will you stand by? Right? What do you believe? What's your breaking point? Is your backyard clean? If people were to look at you and your house, is it glass? Is it brick? What is it? Can the big bad wolf come and huff and puff and blow it down? Do you go off on other people just because you want to hide your own imperfections and insecurities? Who are you? Who would you like to become? Who will you allow yourself to be? Right? Those are the questions to ask ourselves, right? Who am I? Who would I like to become if I'm not who I want to be? And who would I want to be? And then how do I get there? How do I, how do I become that person that I so desperately long to be? Now, I'm not talking about imitating someone else. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about as an individual. Who do you want to be? You can't be him or her by looking and pointing fingers at everybody else. And you have to be realistic with who you are and with who other people are, right? And see with an honest eye and an open heart. People know when people are cutting up. You know what you got when you're dealing with it, right? Everybody sees signs when things are wrong. Some people are just a little more understanding and willing than others. For whatever reason, that is who they choose to be and what they choose to do. But again, I am curious, like, who are her sister friends? Who was the wife's sister friends, right? Was they dead telling her to jack him up? Now, I'm just talking in jest now because I know my friends, they would have been there, child. They'd have been there coming in there. What Method Man and um, what Method Man and Red Man say, tear the roof off. You don't want to mess with us. You don't, child. They'd have been there. I get down, right? They'd have been in there, tear it up. We'd have been in there to switch the cops real quick. Woo! <laughs> again you never know why people go through what they go through you don't know what their belief system is the important part is to get yourself together so when you look at yourself in the mirror you're satisfied with who you see and who you are and if you're not you'll work on good ways to become better Everybody, it's me, Crystal Feliciano, and this has been all the chatter, honey, bringing you all the chatter that matters. Until the next time.